Hello, everybody, and welcome to the What Would My Therapist Say podcast. I am one of your hosts, Avery, and I am joined today by my wonderful, fabulous, amazing, Kim Kardashian, pajama-wearing friend. Introduce yourself, madam. I am Rebecca, and I am the co-host of the What Would My Therapist Say podcast. And by the way, Avery, it's Skims. Those are Kim Kardashian's new pajamas, Skims. Just Skims. Just FYI. Was this but a Christmas gift? This was a Christmas gift. And they look very comfy. Crazy. Listener, you can't see this, but it looks like Rebecca is wearing this very... Well, what kind of fabric would you describe that as? Soft bunny. I'm soft, not wearing a bunny, but it feels soft, like a soft bunny. Soft bunny looking yes. pajamas. They look very yes. comfortable. I want one. Thank you. I will have to think about that for next Christmas for you. Okay. I don't... Yes. It's... Uh, yeah, I don't know what had happened, but they look comfy. Oh, I'll hook it up. Don't worry about it. So y'all, we're really excited to finally have you listening. Um, we've been trying to do this for a few years now and we thought, why don't we just keep talking about it over and over again? And then finally just get so annoyed. We launch it in 2023 and that's basically how we got here. So Avery and I have been attempting to get this going for some time, but we've been busy, busy, and we are just finally excited to have some listeners, all three of you probably, but we appreciate any of the support, friends, family, and first, I think it'd be good to probably tell people who we are and why we are here. So uh, Avery and I met back in grad school, Mm -hmm. and at the time, we were, let's see, Gosh, it's been about seven years ago. Yeah. We met. Yeah, which is wild. wild. So we basically just became I Bonnie and Clyde, two peas in a pod. Bonnie Peanut butter and, and jelly. Clyde. <laughs> yeah. We just really were quite the duo. Um, always down for a fun time. Always just creating some kind of chaos. Getting into something. We were always getting into something. Getting into something. So we've had this idea for quite a minute. Yeah. Yeah. We did so much studying, but Avery and I happened to somehow also be mental health psychotherapist. So mm-hmm. we were able to successfully pull that one off. We did. And it. we, we are psychotherapists in our respective States and we practice there. I have my own mental health practice in the area where I live and Avery works for um, a private practice as well. That's right. So, nonprofit, actually. But yeah, you're fine. Oh, nonprofit. Okay. It's a nonprofit. All right. I, I was like, I thought I had that right, but I was off a little bit. You're so, so close. I was close. So we, you know, thought it'd be great to just finally have a space for the two of us to chat. Avery, can you tell them a little bit about our history with talking on the phone and why then we thought we should maybe move to a podcast? Yeah, we do it quite a bit. And after graduate school, we found that we were talking to each other several times a week. Uh, Rebecca and I spent a lot of time hanging out in graduate school. We did a fair bit of studying and a lot of having fun, going to football games, enjoying that graduate school life. And Skybar, shout out to Skybar. Skybar, blessed, blessed location. Auburn's only topless bar. (laughs) 
Well, and I, <laughs> I completely forgot that joke. So. Yeah, it's not like a topless bar. It's basically just it's a bar that doesn't have a roof on the third floor. That's yeah, hence hence the sky bar. No, I mean like you can't you can see like the sky at, if you're yeah. at the very bottom. Yeah, hence the name. Oh wait, that's why they call it sky bar. Yeah, you can see the sky. I never even put that together, but anyway, they sold koozies that said. Auburn's only topless Auburn's bar. only topless bar. Yes, they did. That is very true. It's a good marketing strategy because they really overcharge those koozies too. So, uh, that anyway, and many other things. Yeah, we're here, and we're really stoked to be partying with y'all. It's going to be a great time. I know you're probably wondering what is going to happen on this show. It's called "What Would My Therapist Say?" I thought I was listening. Like I thought I was about to learn a meditation tip. Um. I don't mean to let you down, but there probably won't be a ton of that on here. Probably so not. the real, probably not. The real purpose of this show is really for us to just have a space to document what we believe to be our hilarious relationship. Uh, that yep. may not be how all of you all feel, but hopefully there's some form of entertainment, whether you're laughing with us um, or at us. And we are going to integrate, integrate occasionally some mental health related quick tips. Naturally, things may come out like different, bigger conversations about mental health, maybe about what Avery and I do. Um, we may Absolutely. get more insight into that. But yeah. really, it's this is kind of our self-care because our jobs are hard and we do invest a lot into the individuals that couples and families that we work with. So we just really enjoy having a space to honestly be a little surface level and goofy and also occasionally get pretty deep that's just kind of how we are how we roll and that is hopefully going to be a positive experience for us and for all of our listeners i can't wait i think it's gonna be great yeah i think so too and we'll occasionally throw some people on here we won't throw them on but we will ask them kindly if they're they're gonna get they're gonna get thrown on trust me yeah we're going to throw them on here and we're going to do some interviews with some cool humans just to talk more about like our passions. That's definitely something we want to incorporate in. Well, passions and, and, and I'm just going to feed off of what you said for a second. Listener talking to Rebecca is definitely a part of my self care at times. Rebecca is a friend, but ever since we graduated and practiced, we're colleagues too. So she she gets what I go through on a daily basis as far as my job goes. And I understand where she comes from. So we bounce ideas off of each other. But because we understand each other's worlds in that way, we do a lot of laughing. And we get to share that part of our lives with each other, which is pretty cool. And I would definitely say that that's a part of my self-care is just talking to a friend who understands exactly the nature of work that I'm in, but also we just really enjoy each other's company. There's that too. Uh, And I'm very interested to learn about how other people practice self-care, what they do for fun, what their passions are. Rebecca, I know you're really big into, would you call it passion psychology? Is that the official name? It's like the study of studying passion and the psychology of it. And when I was an undergrad, I learned a lot about in a capstone course, how there's actually two different types of passion. How you can have obsessive and also harmonious passions. So there can be healthy, but unhealthy passions. And so since I'd already been 
I already was very lucky at a very early age to know my passions. It was really cool for me to learn more about that. And that's actually what I ended up naming my practice after was just, you know, really being able to live passionately and to help other people figure out, you know, what brings them the most joy and makes them feel the most alive. So yes, you know, when I was studying more about that, I think I just got, I got very passionate about passion. Um, and I'm fascinated by understanding what people enjoy, what they like to do, their cultures, their different experiences, um, the relationships that fill them up, the relationships that don't, you know, the activities that bring them joy that maybe didn't years ago, but now do. I think things change mm. for people too. Sure. So, and honestly, I'm glad I was able to just pull back there and actually respond to you because side note for a second, I got flooded by a memory when Avery was first like trying to have this nice conversation about how we want to interview people and, you know, care about people's passions, which we do. Um, I just got flooded by a very funny memory and I can't decide whether I should table it or I should share it. I feel like you should share it at this point, but I'm, okay. I'm nervous. I'll be honest with you, but you know what? Let's roll with it. We're here. Okay. We're here. And we've got one more agenda item to tell y'all about for the podcast, but we'll circle back to that. So I just kept getting flooded by this memory. One time Avery and I, oh my gosh. So we had had a little bit of a wild night and we're feeling some type of way the next day. And I wanted Cracker Barrel really bad. And I called Avery. I was like, we have to go to Cracker Barrel. So like there's honestly not that many conveniently located things where we went to graduate school. You have to drive. I mean, not that far, but far enough to where when you don't feel well the next morning, it's like. I would say the Cracker Barrel was a solid 15 minute drive from our exit. Yeah. And if you're like feeling if if you're like feeling like you never want to look at like a Jack, of Co- Jack and Coke again for the rest of your life, 15 minutes feels like. It, it can it, it can take a minute. Yeah. For anybody listening who, who's familiar with the Auburn area, it was Auburn to Opelika. So anyway, wake up. I need Cracker Barrel. We're yep. going. And I I had to have Avery stop at the rand, this random McDonald's because I couldn't make it to Cracker Barrel without food. I was like, I need like an appetizer before I get to Cracker Barrel. And so we stop at McDonald's and I get this chicken biscuit and a Coke and we're sitting in the McDonald's. I don't know why we sat in the McDonald's. Like, it, what, like Cracker Barrel was already open. I'm just I like, I vividly remember sitting in the McDonald's and I'm like, why on earth did we need to sit in that McDonald's and like have like a nice sit down there and then have a nice sit down at Cracker Barrel. Anyway, no one will ever know. I don't think you'll know. I don't think I'll remember why we did that. But I just remember the fact that like I had to stop, get another meal yeah, prior to even getting to the Cracker Barrel because it felt like too long. And if that doesn't sum up the signs of a good time the night before, I don't know what does. I don't know what does. I, I hear you. I hear you. I remember that. And then we sat outside and played checkers. We loved to sit on the rocking chairs at Cracker Barrel and um, play checkers. Have you ever been to Cracker Barrel? And if you haven't, you need to go right now, like walk or not walk, don't run, run, but don't walk. How's that saying go? Walk, don't run, walk, run, run don't but walk. walk, run, don't walk, run, don't walk, but run, don't walk to Cracker Barrel if you've never been. And we're sitting there on these rocking chairs playing with the checkers 
And I mean, it's just a nice time there. Anyway, that was my memory that I had to disclose. So I just thought it was just so random, but also funny. And now we can go back to talking about what you're All right, now it's time for ads. This segment sponsored by Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel, the best place for waffles, chicken, random things you might find in a grocery store. So, Rebecca, I'm... I, you, we were talking a good bit about passions, and I am very excited about discussing passions that we have personally and professionally. And then also, you know, we've talked about getting some other people on the show that's at points to do interviews and just kind of hearing about other people's passions. But I'm going to let Rebecca talk about hers. I'll just tell you though, she likes, uh, she enjoys horses. That's about the sum of it. And I like a lot of other cool stuff, but Rebecca, why don't you just go ahead and tell everybody about why you like horses? Can I talk about your passion? You talk about mine because I just love talking about. Uh, Sure. Why don't we? Yeah, actually, you know what? You go right ahead. Please tell me, tell me all about my passion. So Avery is Mm -hmm. a Disney adult. He adores Disney. He has been obsessed with Disney since the Mm -hmm. very early stages of his life. And he also loves different things at Disney that like junk is it jungle room oh boy. jungle okay. cruise uh so Disney parks first of all let's just correct that and it's the jungle cruise and the enchanted tiki room so he loves the jungle cruise and the enchanted tiki room uh-huh. so he loves tiki culture and this guy has always been into like basically when we got toward the end of Auburn he got into making like better fancier mm-hmm. more like adult cocktails and now that has just grown into this whole hobby and this man collects like antique tiki mugs collector's item tiki mugs and then he makes this cool cocktails and mocktails and he's turned his entire detached garage into a tiki hut which is very cool filled with sweet like vintage artifacts and antiques and all this and he's got like a giant spell book that literally sits on like a stool and it has all these special tiki cocktail and mocktail recipes. So that is Avery's passion. And we're really here for it. So what we're going to do, and since I'm a horse girl, what we're going to do is incorporate Avery's passion into every episode instead of mine because we can't really bring a horse on. Oh, you better the show. believe I'm going to ask you some um, horse-related questions, to- though. Oh, I'm all about that. But we are going to bring Avery's mocktail cocktail segment to the end of each episode. And you all will get a little flavor of what it's like to be in Avery's brain. And we are really stoked for that. So stay tuned because that's going to be at the end of starting today. And you'll be getting some great recipes up in here. Avery, how you feel about it? Are you, are you ready for the first one today? I am so ready to get that segment over with. But I am very excited to. I'm. I you need to am be excited. excited. I. I'm excited. Can I? I have told a few clients about our podcast, and I keep telling them there's going to be a tiki time, and they are stoked. Listen, I'm here for it. I love sharing this with everybody, and I really one of these episodes. 
you and me need to have a discussion about this because it's an ever evolving relationship I have with this stuff. But that that is it's another talk for another day. Yeah. I would love to psychoanalyze your relationship with Tiki oh, Culture let's and do Tiki it. Mugs. We got we we've got it. We've got it. Let's do it. Uh, now, yeah. Rebecca, on the that. other hand, enjoys horses. Any particular kind of horse, Rebecca? You like a Clydesdale? All the horses. I think a Clydesdale's uh, Clydesdales nice. aren't very practical horses, no? I think a nice Clydesdale. Well, they pull things, so they actually, I guess, would be the most uh, so practical in terms of like. So those are like those are like major use. workhorses. Like if. if Yes, they can, you know, pull cute Dalmatians. Sure, and, and, and beer carts. They're, uh, but yeah. So. Yeah. There's actually, ooh, there's actually like a five-star ranch though out in Montana that's called, well, now I'm going to like give it a shout out, but the Clydesdale oh. Outpost I've been following on Instagram. And it's all these gorgeous Clydesdales and you go and stay there and they've got, you know, different like activities you can do. And like, obviously interacting with the Clydesdales that's and they're wild. all beautiful. And so that's on my things have to you, do list. Have you ever, you've been to Bush Gardens in Williamsburg. Yeah. Do they have yes, Clydesdales there? Williamsburg, of course. So they do. Um, but they did get bought out. Budweiser got bought out by. It's the company that owns SeaWorld now. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. Bush Gardens and SeaWorld are connected. So whoever bought them out. So what they did, it's kind of funny. They traded out, they swapped out the um, Clydesdales for like a darker colored Clydesdales. So now the Clydesdales are like more of a dark, dark brown. And the original like standard for like Anheuser-Busch Clydesdales are normally all kind of a lighter, not chestnut really, but kind yeah. of a medium brown wow. color. I learned something new. Yeah. So like, yeah, there's still Clydesdales, but they're like darker brown. It's just funny. I was like, wait, what happened? My uh, fun fact about Bush Gardens, my grandparents lived in Tampa and they lived maybe 10 minutes down the road from Bush Gardens, Tampa. Oh, it's so much fun. I've never been there. Uh, We we need to make a trip to Disney World and then we'll need to do a day trip over to Bush Gardens because I spent a I spent a lot of my childhood well, there and my grandparents would take me on the weekend and my uh, grandmother would, we'd get into the park. My grandfather would be with us. They have like this little sky bucket situation that just kind of takes you across the bar, the park. Um, yeah. So you, yeah, you get the thing. Too. My grandfather would join us. And then after that, he would promptly say, all right, we'll see you later. And he would go sit himself in the Budweiser pavilion and he i believe would just sit there and sample the budweiser selections while my grandmother and i walked around and saw the animals and everybody had a great time that day it was awesome um well i really i like that i like that everyone was just like okay with each other's desires rest in peace bubba uh (laughs) so so you're you enjoy horses you uh well i don't know that enjoy is even the right word you you have a beautiful horse named hidalgo and uh yeah, hidalgo's doing well and are are you hidalgo comfortable sharing the name well. of of your horse or for the purposes of the show do we actually want to call him hidalgo 
Ooh, we should call him Hidalgo just okay. for like a stage oh, yeah. name. That's kind of fun because Avery yeah. calls my horse Hidalgo all the yeah. time. That's the only thing he calls him. So um, and and you're tra- and, and you're trained uh, equine therapist. Is that correct? So I'm also excited to learn I more am. about that because genuinely that's something I really haven't asked you about. So I'm excited to hear about that. And uh, yeah, last question about horses: How old were you when you started riding? Five, five years young um were you terrified the five first time young. i lied second question no. okay no but i did um have to like put her book report on like the lady told me she was like are you have to go to the library and find a book on this breed of horse and tell me a facts about it next time you come to ride and so i did and I got my book and I learned all about nice. Welsh ponies and they do come very from cool. Wales. Very, very cool. Okay. Well, awesome. Yeah. Well, I feel fulfilled. I mean, I think that we, so just to give the audience a um, little insight on things, basically, Avery and I have tried to record this first episode many times and we always end up coming out at like over an hour and this time we try to rein it in. So instead of continuing to just tell you the most random things for the next 50 minutes, we are going to pull it back in a little bit. So we're going to talk a little bit about 2023 and what like our intentions are and goals because we thought we would just sprinkle in a little bit of mental health quick tip in there and then we're gonna round it all out with a nice little tiki cocktail mocktail recipe call it a day tiki time and then we're gonna call it a day and come back to y'all in a couple weeks so Avery, why don't we jump in to what we thought we should talk about as a little mental health quick tip for absolutely so because listener we have recorded this before rebecca and i have spoiled the surprise and we're not good enough actors to act surprised again but here's what we're going to do we both know each other's word for the year so rebecca this is something that you like to do with your clients is that correct yes so i gave when avery and i were thinking about a quick Uh tip for this first podcast episode i thought well since the new year we should do this thing i do with my clients that i've been doing it for years where i have them think about a word they just want to represent their year to come so it could be a word that represents like something that you feel like Mm -hmm. you needed more from the past year just something that you really want to maybe incorporate into like who you are just a word that you think just want is going to be a good way to like round out your year to come so for example, I've done like the word bold before and this was like this is before I was a therapist and I had been just very planned oriented for such a long time in, in undergraduate that I thought, okay, I need to make more just like bold, spontaneous moves. So I picked the word bold and before you know it, one year in, I was a good old balance of being planned but also super spontaneous and able to make some bold moves when needed. 
So it's really kind of become who I like a part of who I am, honestly, which is kind of cool. But I would just ask myself every week, like, what's one thing I could do and just try to kept, keep that word. Like I have a sticky note of the word bold like, in my car and in my planner. Um, just something like I know that goals can be so concrete and like, oh, you're going to do X, Y, Z and go to the gym two times a week. But I think this is just a nice way to really integrate something into your lifestyle without it feeling too overwhelming. Absolutely. And our word, our shared word, because we discovered we actually have the same one, super pumped for that, is balanced. So I know what I would like to be balanced about this year. Rebecca, what would you like to be balanced about this year? Um, I think just balancing like just activities, being intentional with my time, like each week really asking myself, you know, what do I want out of my week? What do I need more of? What do I need less of? Just taking time to have balance within each day, like a balance of productivity versus a balance of relaxation. Um, and just trying to get a better, you know, just kind of keeping that as like the mentality around things, I think for me, it would be really helpful. This is a word that I've done I don't think this is a word necessarily that I feel like I need. Oh, I've never had this and I need this. It's more so just something I really want to get more ingrained this year. So, cause I've just got a lot of stuff coming up professionally and there's going to be a lot of things to do and I don't want to lose sight of. I completely agree. I love that you said that. One of the things that I thought about after we did the last recording is really very similar. There are many areas of my life that I do believe I am balanced in. The areas that don't have that balance are glaring to me. And I think that's something that a lot of people experience. We, we tend to kind of avoid looking at the things we do well, unless we really dig in and reflect. And we highlight a lot of the things that we want to improve upon, which isn't necessarily bad if just, if we do that too much, that's an imbalance. We start to focus too much on the bad and not enough on the good or even the medium, Mm -hmm. the neutral. So uh, there are definitely areas of my life that I would like to bring more into balance, particularly my uh my fun spending because your boy loves to do a little bit of therapy shopping from time to time not that that's a terrible thing but if you're not careful it can get you into trouble so that is something that i am trying to focus on this year i'd like to read a little bit more and that's something that i'm going to start on tonight actually after the show i'm very excited about that that's exciting. I would like to do that too, like a little bit more. Like I would want to get back into reading some. And then I definitely want to get back into – I love – like balancing the horses really – that's a lot of good exercise. But I want to try to find time to balance other types of exercise mm-hmm. that I really enjoy with that. Um, so that's one thing. I also have to comment. I'm so sorry. I'll have to do a side note. Avery and finances. So I will give myself some credit. I really enjoy and do feel like it's an area of strength for me of managing finances. And Avery, when we were in grad school, his first attempt at trying to work on managing his finances is so funny. I came over to his house. I walk into his apartment. I go to grab like some ice cream or something out of the freezer. 
And in his freezer, oh, right before he, right before I opened the freezer, he says, yeah, I'm really proud of myself. I froze my credit cards. I was like, oh, that's so good. Like, you know, he'd been telling me like how, you know, it's something he really needed to do because, you know, it was just kind of getting out of hand. And so he tells me he froze his credit cards. I'm like, oh, that's great. You know, good for you. I open his freezer. There is a giant block of ice with credit cards frozen in the block of ice. He actually said it before froze and the I'll say things. it again. It worked. Y'all, if that doesn't tell you anything about this it guy, worked. I don't know what does. They were frozen in a block of ice. No, not nope. logged in on his online account yep. in an actual block of ice. So I hope that gives you, you a little Swipe them if they're frozen in ice, can you? You can't do that. Nope, you can't. Um, how wild and how wild and out there we're both going to be on this <laughs> podcast. So hopefully there won't be any more frozen credit cards, but. We really do look forward to spending more time with y'all. We hope that you can think about your New Year's word for the year. Um, once we finally have a way for you all to communicate with us, we'd love to get you know your thoughts, feedback, suggestions. Uh, right now, we don't have that set up. So feel free to write that in your phone, in your notes or something. But think about your word. And uh, I think the biggest thing is once you have that word, quick, quick tips is put it some places. Like set, make it the wallpaper on your phone put a sticky note in your car, set some reminders that that's your word. And then, you know, set an alarm on your phone too, to set a reminder for just a quick time of self-reflection each week or each day. Um, it's just how can I incorporate this word into my life right now? Or how did I do that already this week? So quick tips there. Avery, anything to add to that? Or can we head on I into I love time? the wallpaper idea for your phone. Um, yeah. uh, computer background. Also yeah. fun fact for anybody that has uh, this is even a, a feature on the the Amazon brand smartwatch, and I do not remember the name of it. But also, I, I recently just got my, my very first Apple Watch. That was my Christmas gift to myself this year, and I did budget for that. Hee <laughs> hee. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Good job. Um, but fun fact for anybody that does have an Apple Watch, really, I believe many smartwatches have this feature now. Uh, there's a mindfulness app in the built into the uh, software of the watch. So ev every now and then Ooh, you can set up an alert to just do a little bit of uh, mindful breathing and it'll walk you through the whole thing. It's really cool. It's just a minute. It's one minute. You can refocus, kind of center yourself. I love it. I use it often. Digging that feature. Also the walkie talkie. Yeah, I love that. I need to like remind my clients that because so many of my clients have Apple Watches and I have one too. I didn't. Oh my have god, while, I forgot I you got one. We have to do the walkie-talkie thing. Oh, I definitely want to. Work oh my on gosh, that. guys, listen! Have you have not lived thing. until you have used the walkie-talkie feature on your watch. It's just like your Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy Wait, is a um, private eye that wears yellow and he's got like a little sidekick and they use walkie-talkie watches. You don't know who Dick Tracy is? We'll, we'll, Avery, we'll talk about that later. Anyway. Oh my God. Not everybody knows who Mr. Freaking Ed is, Rebecca. Uh, All right. Look, Mr. Ed, the talking horse is a very, very smart Hollywood actor that was able to last through all seasons of his well, show. He did not need a backup. True. Shout out to all the, pal the talking Palomino so, out there. All right. I was going to say, I think it might that? be uh, 
I'm hearing I'm hearing the tropical birds Can calling, and I'm not a good enough. Oh, me too. <laughs> I hear some waves, maybe some palm trees. Oh. Is that the oh smell of coconut, or is that uh, just me? Where uh, as is it the time to play the jingle now? It's time to play the jingle that we haven't picked out yet. So let's just go ahead and roll into tiki time, y'all. We've got a great old cocktail for you oh today. Gosh, we are doing the show this is. Uh, guys, today we are going to do the classic Trader Vic's Mai Tai. Uh, I'm very excited about this one. This was my first uh, cocktail that I made, uh, tiki cocktail. And I'm just going to start off by telling you some things that you're definitely going to need to do this. And then we'll get into the ingredients. All of these things can be found at either your local uh, liquor store, uh, what do you call them, package store, uh, and Amazon. You can even make some of these ingredients. Uh, there are a lot of recipes online. So for this, you're going to need a jigger. Rebecca, we've had this conversation a few times. Do you remember what a jigger is? Yes, I do. I did not know what it is, but it is an actual common, very common cocktail device that you need exactly it's like a measuring cup for for alcohol syrups juices and stuff like that it's the fancy two-sided shot glass looking thing that bartenders use so you're definitely going to need a jigger yes and you're going to need a cocktail shaker and you're going to need a double rocks glass or a smaller cup uh it's i think double rocks glasses are about 10 to 12 ounces And uh, for a garnish, you're going to need some mint. And then we'll get into the ingredients. So you are going to need one ounce of freshly squeezed lime juice. Now, this is fluid ounces. And I do mean freshly squeezed lime juice. Take the time to get a lime and squeeze out some juice, friends. It makes all the difference in the world. And we're going to use half of that lime shell later. So don't throw it away after you've done that. The next thing we're going to use is some what Trader Vic calls rock candy simple syrup. Now, as far as I understand it, this is different from a simple syrup because it's a two to one ratio of sugar to water. So most simple syrups, it's going to be one cup sugar to one cup water. For this, we're going to do two cups sugar to one cup water. And if you want to be a little frisky, I believe there are some people who will sometimes add a vanilla bean pod to that and make it a little bit vanilla-y. Just leave it in for a few seconds and pull it out for a little vanilla flavor. I've not done that, but I've heard it's good. Yeah, I know, right? And then uh, the next thing, it's very, very important, is Orgeau. This is spelled O-R-G-E-A-T. This is a syrup as well. This is an almond syrup, and it's got a little bit of orange flavoring in it. There are recipes you can find on Google to make your own orjo. I've never done that. It is very labor intensive. But if you want to, go for it. Tell me how it goes whenever Rebecca gets the inbox set up. And then if you don't want to make it, you can buy it on Amazon. I love BG Reynolds. BG Reynolds, send the check. Uh, also, Lieberman's makes a really good one. The next thing you're going to need is 0.5 fluid ounces of orange curacao. This is also really important. Orange curacao is a French orange liqueur, very similar to Grand Marnier. You can use Grand Marnier in a pinch if you can't find curacao, but I highly recommend trying to find just clear 
orange curacao. Do not get blue curacao. It will be disgusting. Very big side note. I made that mistake the very first time I did this. Shoe buddy. Uh, don't do it. Good thing to know. Good thing to yeah, know. Yeah, that, 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 that's a quick one. Good Thank you. Thank you PSA. for letting us learn from your mistake. Last two things are... Uh, you're going to need an ounce of Jamaican rum. I like a nice, mellow, pot still Jamaican rum. I typically use Appleton Estate Select. Uh, that's the gold label. Um, actually, and you know, I don't know if they do the gold label anymore. We haven't had that around lately. So I typically, if you can get the gold label, right now I believe it's green is the main like common label. That's the one I use. So Appleton Estate green label, go for it. It'll be fine. And then... The recipe calls for Martinique rum. I've not been able to find a good Martinique rum, but what I would recommend, get yourself a good Bacardi, uh, Bacardi eight-year, Bacardi four-year, or even I think Plantation uh, three-star is a good one too. I would do that. It's not traditional, but you know what? It's tasty, so go for it. It's going to be great. What you do, you dump all that in a cocktail shaker with a cup of crushed ice. That's also very important. Don't go putting cubed ice into this. It's going to be a mess. Crushed ice is super important. If you can't, if you don't have crushed ice on your refrigerator, go to Sonic, to sister. Sonic. That is exactly right. How did you know that? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Because we are on the same yes. page, man. Sonic for like three dollars, you get it's a not, giant it's not bag even that of much. crushed you, ice. It's, you can make. go to Sonic and get out of there with a, I think it's like a ten pound bag of ice for like a buck fifty. And really? I, oh yeah, I do that a lot really? because my ice maker only makes so much ice, and I love to entertain. So that is a great way to get that good hospital ice. You put a cup of that in that cocktail shaker. Oh, it totally hospital is hospital ice. ice. Uh, you put a cup of that in the shaker, shake it on up until it's n until the the metal of the of the uh, shaker gets nice and frosty. Then you can do a dirty dump, which is just dumping the whole thing into your double rocks glass. Top it off with some more freshed ice and your mint sprig, and take that half of a lime that you used earlier and stick that right on top. That is a classic garnish: is a spent lime uh, wedge, lime half, and you have yourself a classic. Trader Vic's Mai Tai and my computer cheered for joy at that. It did. And please drink responsibly. And if you want to make the mocktail version, I assume we just take out the alcohol. And if Avery needs to look up any suggestions on how to make it a better mocktail, then we absolutely. Can sure One we thing to remember food. friends about these so, tiki cocktails is they are by nature stronger when you make these, because we're going to do a lot of this, you know, it's tiki time. So there's going to be a lot of tiki recipes. I'm going to throw in some simpler ones as we move through the, the shows. These are stronger drinks. Okay. The reason why there's so much ice, you, when you make this, you'll probably recognize that there's four ounces of liquid to probably a cup and a half of ice. The reason being is because the alcohol content in this drink is higher. So you're going to want more dilution. All right. Well, we can talk more about that later, but Drink responsibly. Sip on these slowly. Wow. These are sippers. Remember, we're trying to relax. Uh, you know, we're, we're just chilling out, having time with our friends. So don't chug it down. You're going to have a rough night. All right. So drink, drink responsibly. Yeah. And then you said something else very important, Rebecca, and I don't remember what it is. That will work oh, on yeah. getting some mocktail ideas. If you ideas have access on Amazon, there is a alcohol-free spirit company called Seedlip that makes absolutely wonderful products. 
uh, seed lip is it's botanicals again zero alcohol you can get it delivered right to your door uh, I will talk more about those Amazing. later but you can absolutely use seed lip in this and it will make a delightful thing so perfect there you go yay well y'all thanks so much for tuning in we really appreciated it and we look so forward to connecting with you all in the rest of the year I cannot wait everybody thank you so much See you next time. See you next time.